1: It had taken much less time than I'd thought. All the terror, the despair, the shattering of my heart. The minutes were ticking by more slowly than usual. Jasper still hadn't come back when I returned to Alice. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa's old Anne. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight in Quarantine. The shattering of my
0: heart. It was quick. If we had an endless budget for Twilight and quarantine, I would pay Celine Dion to sing the opening line of every chapter. Can't you hear her singing the shattering of my heart? I thought you
1: were going to be like the first paragraph of this chapter. And I'm going to be like, I can't wait to hear Celine Dion sing. Jasper still hadn't come back when I returned to Alice. Those are some moving lyrics. <laughs> Before we get started today, we just want to tell you about an amazing
0: thing that we're going to be doing this Sunday night, so just in a few days. But Sunday, May 24th at 7 p.m. Eastern for our $5 a month patrons, we are going to be watching the Twilight movie together. So Julie and I will be watching it and you can press play at the same second as us and watch it along with us in Discord where we're going to be chatting about it. And so please go and join our Patreon so that we can do season two of Twilight in Quarantine. And we hope to see you Sunday night. So, Julia, this is a juicy chapter. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say that this is very different than other chapters, but in this chapter, things happen. (laughs) Yeah, well, after those chapters in the hotel room, we really had to pick up some speed. Okay, can you count me in? Three, two, one, go. So Bella needs to trick everybody and run away. And so she tells Jasper, come with me to get food. And then she goes to the bathroom and then she goes in the Hyatt shuttle and then she goes to her old house and then she calls a phone number and then she goes to the ballet studio and Renee is like, no, Bella, no. And then it turns out that Renee isn't even kidnapped. And then James, it turns out it's not about Bella. It's actually about Alice and this is just about revenge and just wanting it. Edward to come get him and he breaks her leg and then he bashes her head in and she's like I just want to die fast a lot happened but you covered it I don't know what I can add you're gonna do great on your mark get
1: set go so they go to the airport and Bella knows every little nook and cranny of the Phoenix airport and she's waiting for Edward to arrive. She fakes Jasper out by going to the bathroom. He holds her back as he escorts her to the cafe. It was really weird. Hops in the shuttle, hops in a taxi, gets to her house, even though she knows she's going to end up at the ballet studio, goes to the ballet studio like they get in a fight. Uh, she's like, kill me. It's a little bit different from the prologue. And then she like faints. Ugh, the taxi ride. Totally forgot about
0: that. Bella handing out $20 bills like nothing. She's like, here's 80
1: bucks. Make it rain in the taxi. We talk a lot about the news on the show, weather updates, crime reports.
0: Relationship updates, eye color updates, career plan updates.
1: So true. And so we thought we would add in another little segment called breaking news in which vanessa and i share a bit of breaking news and do i get to do a sound effect every time (laughs) off
0: of the ap wire
1: is that a fax machine
0: that's that's the sound of
1: breaking news julia (laughs) it's breaking news yeah So my piece of breaking news honestly shook me to my core. Bella is not from Phoenix. She's from Scottsdale. (laughs) Did you notice that?
0: I did notice that. I think Scottsdale is a part of Phoenix.
1: Well, it's an
0: adjacent town. Sure. Except like when I'm traveling, I don't tell people I'm from Medford. I tell them I'm from Boston. This is
1: her inner monologue. This is her thinking to herself that she's from Phoenix. And then finally, when we hear her talk about it, to a cabbie, she's from Scottsdale. We've been lied to. What's your piece of breaking news?
0: My piece of breaking news is that Bella has become bilingual. She can now speak eye color. She is like, James's eyes are black with a red rim, which means that he's hungry. And I feel like mothers learn that about their baby's cries, like, ooh, he's wet, ooh, she's hungry. But Bella now knows from eye color when someone's hungry impressive
1: isn't that something that like we know is true about vampires that their eyes change get darker when they're hungry that's why when edward has those black eyes when they're in that bio class the first time you know yeah i get that
0: like it's also true that like french is understandable i don't speak it i'm saying that bella's learned a new language she's gonna pass her ap exam in eye color that's what i'm saying got it Oh, my gosh. She's going to get a five, which is exciting because we know that Forks doesn't have a rigorous AP program. Can I now tell you something that I loved about this chapter? Please. I mentioned it briefly in my 30 second recap, but I love that James is not obsessed with Bella at all. He's obsessed with Alice. He's like, I'm not hunting you for you. You don't smell that good. Do you know who smelled amazing? Alice a million years ago. I feel like it's the same thing as figuring out that the waitress wasn't into Edward. It's like none of these people are as hot as they think they are. That feels true to me. Love the Alice backstory.
1: I thought it was more like when I used to get chocolate croissants at Costco and then they stopped selling them all of a sudden. And then I went to great lengths to try to find something similar. Like this is his journey. He like found something really good he loved with Alice and now is just trying to look for a cheap second.
0: Very relatable. I thought it was both and because he's like, she smelled amazing. You smell fine. I feel like seeing Alice instigated this whole thing made him realize how much he like craves following through on this one. Otherwise, that would be such a weird coincidence. It would be like Costco comes back with the chocolate croissant on the same day that you finally find your cheap second. Like, what are the odds of that? But like the croissant is in the trash.
1: I can no longer eat it. Exactly. I didn't want to say that. He <laughs> didn't want to say the croissant was in the trash.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to imply that
1: you would still be tempted to eat a
0: croissant in the trash. <laughs> oh, I would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I liked. I liked that it wasn't about Bella. It was actually about Alice. What about you? What did you
1: love? I loved how dramatic James was. He (laughs) is hilarious. You were on the scent of the extent he would go for dramatic effect when you wondered what his inner monologue was like. But this chapter we see she walks into the ballet studio and he has a remote control playing the recording he used of Renee to get Bella to the ballet studio. He pauses it. She looks over. He then does a full monologue, which Bella realized is, quote unquote, not for her. So it's just for him. Then he pulls out his little GoPro, starts recording again, (laughs) does a second monologue. That's for Edward this time. And then finally... After maybe 20 pages, gets to the business of killing her. But (laughs) three quarters of this chapter is just him doing things for dramatic effect. And it was hilarious.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like he put on a little opera. He like has lighting. He has sets. He
1: has audio cues. I feel like he was probably a theater geek in high school. Well, that's another interesting thing is all vampires are hot except James. It's like he's ugly and that's why he's so bitter. Is he actually ugly or does like Bella just not find him attractive? You think Bella finds every single person on this earth hot, but for James the vampire? Every single vampire, except the one that's trying to murder her.
0: Mm. Yeah, that doesn't track, though, because she finds Edward hot and he's trying to murder her. So, yeah, I guess James is uggo. That sucks for him. (laughs) (laughs) Uggo. I'm screaming. It would be like being the only ugly golden retriever in the whole world.
1: Like, 100% of Golden Retrievers are gorgeous. I think that this is his evil backstory. It's like he was an average-looking, like, middle-height dude. He gets changed into a vampire. He's still not groundbreakingly hot. And he's like, I guess I just have to murder people. Like, what are my other options here? Ready to pop the question. Do you have any advice that you want to give? I do have some advice, and it's for James. I was really confused about his motives. His branding is not clear. So my advice to James is to have a clear villain monologue. He has multiple parts working here. He has, he wants to kill bella because edward wanted to have her be alive he has i want to kill bella because she reminds me of alice and alice is a vampire so that sucks for me and then he also has now i want to kill bella because i want edward to chase me and going through all of that in his multiple monologues really got my head spinning and i think it just would have been more effective if he picked one and stuck with that for the long haul
0: Totally. It's like if someone is proposing to you, you want to like start with the lead. Like I want to marry you because I love you and I want to love you forever. And even if your secondary motivations are things like and the tax breaks are great and we can go up to passport control together as a family, whereas right now we would have to stand in line separately. Like those are all great reasons to want to get married, but like they shouldn't be included in the proposal. Mm hmm. So it's like fine to have secondary reasons for wanting to murder someone. But just like when you're doing your evil man speech, like be clear, pick a reason.
1: I thought you were going to say something like when you propose, don't say you love them because they're sexy, smart and funny. Just pick one (laughs) and say I'm proposing to you because you're sexy. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: I think that you can incorporate a lot under the heading of because I love you. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that James could have incorporated a lot under I want Edward to chase me. I want Edward to chase me because I love running and I find I get a better mile time when I'm being chased. I want Edward to chase me because he's so sexy. I love what he growls. Exactly. I think that's fine. But like, you got to pick one topic sentence. Yeah. Right now he's working with three. Yeah, too much. What was your first piece of advice? My advice is also for James. It's don't play with your food. Like for him, Bella is food. And this is something that I hate that cats do. You know how cats will like capture a mouse and then sort of like torture it a little bit and play with it before they kill it?
1: I've heard that, but I don't associate with cats. So I've never seen it in person.
0: Okay, well, it's a true thing. And I just don't like that. I think that like... Swift killing, don't need to like break her leg and slam her into a mirror and make fun of her. Like, just do it,
1: dude. I agree in theory, but in practice, that would have eliminated all of my favorite parts where he's like, take two, do it again. Bella, can you look sad, a little sadder? (laughs) A little more distressed? (laughs) Tell Edward that you want him to chase me. Please tell him, that's your line. (laughs) And without that, like,
0: what is there? Wouldn't it be great if in the middle, like a true director, he told her that she would look perfect
1: if she just lost five pounds? That's bad for her as a delicacy, though. He's really working across his two interests, which is eating humans and trying to film a great movie. (laughs) What second piece of advice do you have? My second piece of advice is for Bella, and I feel a little bit bad, like, ragging on her because she is, like, getting murdered and getting beat up, and that's pretty depressing. However, before that even happens, she makes it rain in the cab. She throws him 80 bucks to bring her to Scottsdale. She gets dropped off at her house. And doesn't tell the cabbie to, hey, wait outside. I need to call this phone number. She knows she's going to end up at the ballet studio. Instead, she sprints there in 100 degree heat, shows up drenched in sweat, trips multiple times. My advice is just tell the cab driver, hey, can you wait a second? I'm just doing this stop. She's overpaid him. And get a ride to your death. Yeah. No, it's really good advice. Thank you. She could be like,
0: here's a Mad Libs. I'll be right back. Roll down a window so you don't suffocate. Like a dog in a car? (laughs) Like a dog in a car. What was your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is for Renee. When you say that you're gonna check your messages regularly, check your messages regularly. Like this message is still on the machine for James to find because Renee is not calling in and checking her messages, even though she told Bella she would. And this is like the only way for Bella to call her mom right now is to call this answering machine in Phoenix. I really feel for Renee because I hate checking voicemail, but I don't know if you have a kid and you've said this is the best way to get in touch with me. Do it. Wow.
1: I just had a shocking realization. Charlie has not left a voicemail on the machine wondering where Bella was, because if so, James would have known immediately where Bella was. But instead, he only hears Bella's voicemail. So, like, what is Charlie doing up there? It just makes more and more sense to
0: me why Bella picked this vampire family. What do you want to put in Bella's care package this week? I think it would be really fun if Bella had had some sort of armor. If she, under her shirt, had a bulletproof vest on. Or, like, really any self-protection. If it turned out that she had, like, a pit bull who was with her who would come out and protect her. Or ninja stars that she could throw i just wish that she like secretly had any game so i guess the thing i would put in her care package is like a desire to survive (laughs) anyway what about you what do you want to put in her care package
1: i really want to put in a video camera for her to start shooting her own movie. And so instead of a direct physical attack upon James, it's going to be like an artistic attack. And if she goes in and starts like doing her own camera work and be like, no, wait, can you actually move a little bit to the left? Like I'm catching myself in the mirror. I think he would be extremely thrown off and the plan would be canceled because based on what we've seen so far, he is more interested in his artistic desires than he is in eating her. And so Instead of thwarting eating her, she should thwart his cinema. I also think it would really hurt his feelings if she
0: was like, Actually, I think this would be better if you were a little taller. Can you stand on this block? And like made him shoot all of his scenes, like standing on a step stool, like they did with Humphrey Bogart.
1: Did you bring a body double for this? I'm actually not sure your stunt work is up to snuff here. When you threw me against that glass wall, I'm not really sure that we like registered on camera as I wanted it to. <laughs> And then in the middle of him killing her, she could be like, cut. Let's take that from the top. Let's actually take that from the top, everyone. I thought you were gonna be like, and that's a wrap, and then she dies.
0: <laughs> no, and that's a wrap, and then she leaves, and that's her game. Ugh, that's such a good idea, Juliet. Such a good idea. If she showed up with like a whole bag of filming supplies and was like, I just need a minute to set up my dry pod.
1: I did wonder if James is carrying around his GoPro like as he was fighting her with like one hand or if he had also set up a tripod to get it from different angles.
0: I'm picturing it like on a helmet
1: that he's wearing. Yes, I would love that. So you get all that "Mm, mm," like that real life point of view. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. What do you think is going to happen next chapter?
0: Well, Bella really hasn't fought back so far. So I think that she's going to take one of the bones from her broken leg and try to use that as a weapon.
1: (laughs) That is so hardcore. Bella would never. Bella's afraid of blood. No wonder she's passing out. I don't know. I just want her to do something. Honestly, I'm amazed that she stayed conscious for this long with all the blood, given that that drop during blood test week was about to send her to the nurse's office. Like, I would have thought she would have gotten a scratch on her hands when she was running to the ballet studio and then would have just laid down flat until she came to. (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. Cullens, listen up. She can't just walk. She can run. No carrying necessary. This has been Twilight in Quarantine, a film class from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Arkey, And I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I have to step on a step stool all the time. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. Thanks for listening. Support us on Patreon. We love you, and we love making this and... We have mixed feelings about Bella. everybody. I'm dropping into your feed to let you know that starting June 23rd, you are invited to a class called Discovering Your Own Patron Saints, a guided workshop with Natalie Folkerts. In this six-session class, you will explore beloved characters from literature who have jumped off the page and made their way into the moral fabric of your life. The first week of this class you're going to explore what we mean by patron saints and then each subsequent week will be devoted to a different value wonder imagination grief and courage if you are seeking spiritual guidance outside of the constraints of formal religion if you are someone who finishes a novel and feels like you have said goodbye to new friends then this class is for you register before the first class on june 23rd by going to notsorryworks.com. that's n-o-t-s-o-r-r-y-w-o-r-k-s dot com